Welcome to your typical Shono protagonist. He's Kai. I'm Kels, and today we're talking about Studio Bones. First off, Kai, how you doing? I am doing good, man. How are you? Man, I'm hyped to talk about like the l- storied history of Studio Bones with all of like the great shows and uh, second chances that they've had uh, in their long run at producing anime. Yeah, man. Like you can't mention the greats of studios without mentioning Studio Bones. For real, and it's one of those that exactly that they come up in the list of the greatest things you've seen because they put out so much great stuff and of course there's one-off things that you've never heard of like captain earth or heart realize uh, or snow white and the red hair or zed sin no tempest yeah one of those (laughs) Um, yeah but you know that's how they make their money and that's what allows them to get to the other big projects as well true So so let's just start off like What's one of the big hitters? I mean, I feel like the bigger one of the big hitters, and then even going back, um, definitely Eureka Seven. That's like probably the earliest Bones product that I remember. Yeah, coming out in like two thousand and six. Yeah, it was like because so Studio Bone had been around since two thousand. With I think their first thing was um like Hero War, which again I've never seen or Hirwamu. War Chronicles, which haven't seen. Um, actually, you know, Eureka Seven was the first thing I believe that I saw from them. Um, yeah, and like I said, I did come out in two thousand six, and it was weird. It was unlike I want to say anything else I had seen at the time. So I was like, it was weird because it was like I wasn't used to watching that type of stuff, and I was like, okay. Like, I didn't really understand studios at the time, so it was just, like, an interesting show. But then it also put out something that was really, really huge and regarded as one of the best anime, if not the best anime of all time. Yeah, man. Um, So on Eureka 7 and Studio Bones, like, so Studio Bones had um the ref... I'm gonna mess this up hardcore. Refexion. Refexfun. One of those. It's a it's a mech anime from 2002, and it's in the same vibe as all of your like mech anime from that era. But when we wind up in 2000 and actually 2005 um, with Eureka Seven, it's like okay, here's the formula. We've got giant robots, but how do we make this not every other like existential crisis giant robot show out there? And you do that by adding, like, surfboards. Yeah, like, and it was really wild, because I'm just, like, it had that tubular vibe, and it made, Eureka 7 is one of those animes that I'm like, oh, this is, like, one of those off-brand things that you watch, but it's really not, because it's actually really good. Yeah, man, it's got a 50-episode runtime, which is kind of rough in places, but the story is intriguing, the world is intriguing, um, you, you go through the growth of this young boy written and him going from a little bitch to like into his own and dealing with the world around him and like how he can impact that and dealing with how he can't impact that. Like all of us can. And it's really, for me was just at that time where I was in Renton shoes and it was like, yeah. Surfing is cool, and not having a dad is cool, I guess, because he was the savior of the universe or something. 
Yeah. Um, and you have to like deal with that. And it's pretty great. Now yeah. I have heard that the recent sequel, um, Eureka seven AO is not as lit. I have not watched it or anything else that's come out recently. Like the, uh, what's the movie line? Um, the high, high evolution. Yeah. I have not watched the high evolution as well. So I don't know how the franchise is sitting at the moment, but the OG still has a special place in my heart. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Um, did you know the studio bones is actually putting out a new movie? Um, for with the high evolution this year with the eureka 7 high evolution i do now <laughs> yeah it looks the animation looks pretty lit from what i've seen as of just looking at it um but it seems like it's gonna be a fun time and i know as eureka 7 goes it's definitely gonna be a weird time so i'm here for it man and that's probably the part i love most is just like yes give me weird giant robot stuff any and every day um so another one that studio bones did which might want to be one of the most like eclectic and knowledgeable ones is full metal alchemist and full metal alchemist brotherhood like those are both products of studio bones so yeah it's like in every list that you look up you'll see that um full metal alchemist is either one or two or three it's always in the top three and that's just because honestly it's so good um I've yet to find someone who's watched it and disliked it. I'm sure that there are those people out there because <sighs> there's just so many people out there who just hate things for no reason or because they're popular or whatever. Like, what's going yes, on with Jujutsu Kaisen right now? But, yeah. Specifically to be contrarian. Yes. Like, everyone likes this thing so they can go get fucked. I don't like it. And it's just like, but bro, come on. Yeah, stop being gutter trash, please. Um... But yeah, no, so it's the story of Alphonse and Edward, um, who are two brothers who um, lose their mom, and because death is sad, and they're young, and in this world there's something called alchemy, which is like transmutation and making different objects to something else. So these two boys, Edward, Edward and Elric, decide, you know, we're sad, our dad's a piece of crap who's not even here, so let's, Studio Bones really had a thing with like shitty dads. And I think about it. Yeah, man. <laughs> but um, who hurt Studio Bones? That's going to be a side podcast we're going to do at some point. Um, <laughs> but uh, so these two boys, Edward and Alphonse, decide to try and bring their mother back through a process they read in a book um, called Transmutation. And it goes horribly wrong. Um, spoiler alert, by the way. It goes horribly wrong. And the mother comes out like a mutated, like unbreathing thing, and it's not viable. But in the process, the younger brother Alphonse loses his whole body, and Edward loses half his body. He's like out bleeding on the floor. This is all in the first episode, mind you. So he Edward crawls over with his blood, and like, and transmutes his brother's soul into a suit of armor. And the anime is sixty-four episodes of them going back to the process of trying to get their bodies back which lead them into very interesting places learning about the philosopher's stone learning about like the ishval tragedy and just a bunch of other stuff yeah man they, they go on and on about like the world of alchemy is based on the singular law of equivalent exchange and so they fuck up real hardcore because there is no equivalent trade for like a human life 
So that's how they wind up in this predicament. They don't know what they don't know until it fucks them up hardcore. And then they have to go on an adventure, not to like bring their mom back because they tried that. It didn't work. But like, how do we at least get back to like a base level? Uh, Alpha's not going to be living as a suit of armor for the rest of his life. Yeah. How do I get my body back? How do I do this? Yeah. And it's really such like a riveting story because all the tops and turns it deals with like um, corrupt government, like finding out about yourself. And the ending is truly, I feel like an original, beautiful ending. Um, You're talking about brotherhood, right? <laughs> yes, yes, definitely talking about brotherhood. Because um, I'm like, we we could go into how I- interesting uh, the OG is, but we'll uh, we'll circle back to the production hell that this show has gone through uh, in a minute. Yeah. So I mean, like even I mean, just like so, the ending is very beautiful, like you said, of brotherhood. Um, yeah. Then there's a, the original line, which is kind of less in popularity um just titled full metal alchemist instead of brotherhood um which is about you know the same thing except there's a point where it just goes somewhere yeah, so back in 2003 when the manga was being written and the og anime was being produced at a certain point the anime caught up to where the story was in the manga. Like, there was no more written story to go off of, but they still had a show to produce. So about halfway through the original run, the anime team had to start coming up with their own ending, which is not a way to do half a show. So we get this crazy dumb turn where, okay, we find out about the homunculi being like the people bought brought back from failed human transmutation. So one of them is their his mom and he's dealing with that. And like the the final episode of the show is like, oh, Edward sacrifices himself to go through the portal to bring Alphonse with his body back. And then that's the end of the show. Except that's not the end of the story because there's a whole ass movie called the uh what is it? The the rise of Shambhala? Yeah. Or, yes. Yes. The fall of Shambhala. Something about Something Shambhala. Something to do with Shambhala, which is an allegory, Shambhala being an allegory, um, for uh, Gypsy World, and uh, we, we deal with literally Nazis. Yeah, which is the true ending of the series. In, in Full Metal. The 2003 Alchemist. run. Yeah. Yes. Not the actual story. Yeah, so we wind up in Nazi Germany with science and, like, how did we take this absolutely crazy turn that had nothing to do with this up until now? I don't know, but don't leave anime artists and storytellers alone with your story if you don't want it to eventually make it to Nazi Germany. My God. Yes, it is... In it's wild, like Full Metal Alchemist, and they are the bad guys. They yes. are the bad guys. Yes, but like, how do we care? <laughs> yes, Nazis definitely are bad guys, and we we totally a hundred percent approve of them getting Rick Rolled all the time. Um, yeah, man. Yes, just punch it's a movie a Nazi. of them. It, it's a movie of them getting murked, but it's like wow. Yes, don't be afraid to punch a Nazi the next time you see them. Um, yeah, man. So, but Brotherhood. Yeah, Brotherhood. Um, Brotherhood had a great ending, and it was definitely super popular um so remember brotherhood 
but appreciate Alchemist. Like Moving that. on from that, um, there is another that I Studio Bones. This is where I started to have a gripe with you, um, because this is one of oh, my yeah. favorite anime. I'm gonna Wait. need you to do better. Wait, what were you talking about? Uh, I th- I thought we were going down the uh, the opposite of this conversation, but let's start here. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Noragami. Man, I love Noragami. Me too. I wish they finish it. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, um. So Noragami is, I feel like a in anime. There's so many things that it's hard to sometimes be original or at least have a fresh take and vibe on something. And I feel like Noragami does a fantastic job of doing that. And Noragami is an anime where I guess you would call them Shigagamis or like gods, I guess. Just like, yeah, like literally uh, Shinto gods. Yeah, Shinto gods, which is like God of fortune, God of like mischief, God of war, bounty and all that stuff. Um, exist, and then there's the human world and the spirit world. And our main character, Yato, is a god of service, air quotes, um, who comes into contact with Yori, who's a human girl, who has extremely strong spiritual awareness. So she's able to cross over into the spirit world in, like, cat, half-cat form? Like, cat-girl form? With a tail? No ears? Um, yeah, crazy shit happens, and suddenly she can become half ghost. Yes, and she ain't afraid of no ghost because she is one, but she's still afraid of ghosts. Um, yes, because she should be because she's <laughs> yeah. still mortal. And that's Everyone should be afraid of ghosts. If you're not, you're a coward. So, um, so basically, her and Yato get involved. There's a story. There's these things called regal- regalia, which are like lost spirits that gods use as tools and weapons and such. And um, they're called Regalia. Like, I think I said that. But um, Bro, when we're looking at the way Noragami is set up, why do you hate Soul Eater? It's the same shit, except like less real world. Yeah. But anyways, I, continue on Noragami. Yeah, no, you get I will get to my disdain of Soul Eater later. Um, so, yeah, Noragami, super good, super interesting. I feel like it's a fresh take. Um, we got two amazing seasons and there is enough source material for a third. We didn't get the third at the time because... It had been kind of rushed um, for Noragami Season 2 to came out, come out. It came out a year after Season 1 instead of taking more of a break. So, yeah, we didn't get the real source material for Seasons 2 and forward. So, um, here we are, six years later, still waiting on Season 3. No confirmation. Studio Bones, I love you. You did a great job with the first two. I need, I need Season 3. I need it. I need it bad. Give it to me. Man, it's just like it's it this is one of those deals where it's almost like an attack on Titan delay, except not on the same level. Yeah. Like it's it's almost going to fade into obscurity before it like doesn't do anything else. But like when it when we get the release announcement, it's gonna be hype as hell. Yeah. It's gonna no, be like forty five people who are excited. Listen, man, if Bleach showed me anything, it showed me it can happen. It can be you two. Like, yeah. how many years we went on Bleach? 11? Like, Something like that. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's been a long time coming. And we still got, you know, I think half the year or maybe next year. 
But Bleach is getting a sequel series, so I have full faith that Noragami can too. It deserves it. It should. We will see. I haven't read the manga, so I don't know what the source material says, but I know we, like, according to um, what I've read, not manga-wise, but about the series, we should have enough for season three and four out now, but the series is still ongoing, so we will see how they adapt that, but hopefully we will get our next seasons. Yeah, man. So with this whole, like, you've got your strong super person and you've got their weapon situation that we've got going on in Noragami with the gods and their regalia. It's the same basic premise, setup, relationship as Soul Eater. And you hate the smut out of Soul Eater. Tell me why. I'm, and Soul Eater is like, it's the characters. It really is. I just don't enjoy the characters in Soul Eater. Like, I enjoy some of them. Uh. I, it's weird. I don't like Maki or Maka. I don't like Maka. I don't like Soul. And I don't really like Death the Kid. I I like... Yeah, I can see that one. I like Blackstar, kind of. My favorites are really Subaki, which is Blackstar's, like... I don't know what... I don't remember what they call them, like, weapon, I guess. Um, they have a name, like, Death Size or something. I think everybody's a Death Size, even if you're not a Size. So I don't... I know. I think that like Death Scythe is like the super version. Um, I think weapon is just like the term for him. Yeah. So like Subaki is the weapon that I like. I like Elizabeth and Patricia, the sisters that Death Gun uses. Um, and I love oh, yeah. um, Fune, who is like the swordsman we see in the series. I I really don't like the villain. Um, the witch girl was her name. Um, Medusa? Yeah, I don't like Medusa. Because she's just... Which is good. Like, I will... I'm not supposed to like her because she's a villain, and they do a good job of making her a villain. I will give credit yeah. where credit is due. Um, I did read Soul Eater Not, which is what I like more, ironically, which is a really? spinoff. Yes. Um, I feel like it's a better story. Um, I don't, like, just particularly like the way things play out in Soul Eater. I feel like the ending was kind of like very lackluster with like Maki just being like brave girl punch or whatever. But I understand. Hey, okay now the power of courage is real, man. Which is weird because people call me a shonen fanboy because I love that type of stuff. But this was just really kind of like anime. So I was just like, eh, you know, eh. But I will I mean, say, like, the creator of this also has done Fire Force. And Fire Force, really? the first, yes, there's the same creator. There's actually, spoiler alert, in season two, there's actually a crossover between Fire Force and Soul Eater. So I was like, what? holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. Season two of Fire Force. this. Yeah. Season two of Fire Force is amazing. And it's done by David Production. So you already know it's beautiful. Like, I was, again, I was a hater on Soul Eater until I. What like or sorry, I was a hater on Fire Force after season one because I was like, eh, it felt kind of weird tempo and everything. But I was like, he's got a season two, I'm gonna give it a shot. Season two was like one of my favorites of 2020. It was really, really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I highly recommend watching Soul Eater. Or wow, I keep doing this. I highly recommend Fire watching, Force. Yes, watching Fire Force. Um, 
And you know what? I might gift Soul Eater, and I will gift Soul Eater a different wa- another watch because I only watched it one time, and I felt like I just kind of breezed through it without really understanding it. And if I like Fire Force that much, and I see where the resemblance is, I'm gonna give Soul Eater another chance. Man, Fire Force though, for real, I gotta take some time and watch that. So, like, another one of the, like the big shonens that Studio Bones is putting out. Is none other than my hero. Yes, man. Which is like uh, I, the cream of the like the cream of the like cream. Like I, I love my hero, and I love Studio Bone snapping in my hero. It's like I felt like this was the first production we've seen. Um, well, no, there's another on the list that also goes super crazy with the end. There's two actually. But the first one um, that we're going to talk about is My Hero. Um, the animation from the most recent season of Studio Bones, um, season four of My Hero, uh, the whole overhaul Deku Midoriya fight was just simply beautiful in itself when we got to see, you know, the close-up of overhaul looking up and seeing this force that Deku was. Not to mention... The music that Studio Bones put behind this, which was amazing to say the least itself. Um, you had so many things like going right with this that Studio Bones was behind. Um, like, honestly, it's just it might be my favorite Studio Bones production. Um, and there as a person who reads both the manga and watches it, Studio Bones, I feel like is doing a great adaptation of this as well. I don't really have any complaints. Not that, you know, I'm a bit complainer. I guess I kind of am, but yeah. Um, I don't really have any complaints about how things are being put together or being produced by Studio Bones. Everything looks beautiful. The characters look great. Um, Horikoshi, which is the creator of this, works really closely with Studio Bones to get this, like, right. And I feel like they do an amazing job. And we've also gotten, like, two movies on verge of a third movie on junction yep. with season five this year like they're doing a lot man and if, and for me like the story every episode it's always like getting you right at the end you're like oh no nah, man they're not gonna catch me with hype not this episode man i'm not gonna catch no feels and then bam right before the end they hook you and you're just like fuck when's the next episode and that's just wild how they do that time and time again Yes, man, it is. It's wild, and I'm so glad that Studio Bones chose for My Hero to be a seasonal anime, opposed to a like Boruto Black Clover solution, where it's weekly. Because I feel like it works a lot better. As because My Hero has more chapters than Black Clover out at the moment, so eventually, you know, we will run into the Black Clover scenario that we have now of it catching up, and that might be a possible reason why the anime is getting canceled. But since it was paced so well, and we got, you know, one, like, season a year, we didn't run into that problem, and we still have a really nice buffer with the My Hero anime opposed to the manga. So yeah, certainly. And, and with that pacing, you can keep the quality of the animation up uh, from season to season that you have to sort of fudge sometimes with a weekly anime yeah so it's very nice to have that like buffer like you said 
and just like because of animation, because of sound design. Also, if these voice actors want to go work on other stuff, there won't be possibilities of them leaving. Like I know there was in Black Clover. It just feels like Studio Bones has put a lot of care into this being like their love child, which I'm okay with that. I'm 100% okay with that, you know. But they're not neglecting giving us other things as well, since My Hero is like on its fifth year coming up this year that it's been out. And we've still gotten a lot of other great shows by Studio Bones as well. Yeah, man. So uh, what's one of the other big ones you have? Well, I don't know if you've watched Mob Psycho. Have you? Mob Psycho 100? So it is like, it is insane. It's by the same creator as One Punch Man. So you have all that over the top action and hype. But this is like in the forms of like a telepath. So Mob is, granted, we didn't give the definition of my hero, but I'm pretty sure everybody knows what my hero is. If you don't, go watch it. So Mob is a teenager, eighth grader. I think he's like nine now, but um, who lives a normal life, but he has extraordinary psychic powers, which he can put out in a flash. And the whole thing is, he's it's called Mob Psycho 100 because he has this index of how much percentage of his power he uses. And when he gets to 100%, it's like utter chaos. Like, think Saitama from One Punch Man or Goku going Super Saiyan 3. It's really insane. And one of the things about Mob Psycho is that it's absolutely stunning to look at. It's Studio Bones flexing its animation might or some might call it budget but it just does Which our, both are very real <laughs> yes both are very very real um so it does a great job of using his telekinesis power and this kind of like rainbow aspect like it's just a whole bunch of like colors and we get to see like a lot of cool fights and just so much cool animation and like fluidity of the scenes like with the voice acting because a lot of people don't realize that voice acting and how things sound matched is also like something some studios struggle with doing. And Bones does a really good job lining up the mouth flaps, even when it is dubbed. Like they do a good job of colors and just the story progression as well. Um, a lot of different tones, things are perceived correctly. Like it's a really awesome like thing to like behold. And it has like a dark aspect that I feel like they do a good job of balancing that dark and comedy aspect in Mob Psycho 100. In the second season is one of the best animes in recent history. <laughs> Praised to be. I believe it's like at like a 88% or something. Almost a 9. Like on both my anime list and any list. Which is really hard to get into nowadays. Like, talking about, like, almost at Attack on Titan levels. So, they did something right with this. A lot of things right, in my opinion. Mm. No, man, from what I've seen of it, the art style is incredibly unique. The animation is absolutely gorgeous. Um, And it's one of these projects where they can really invest that sort of time on something like that. I mean, there's two seasons, right? Yeah, there's two seasons. Uh, 12, 13 episodes each. Yeah. So when you've got something that, you know, sort of this short running, uh, but unique, you can you just throw gobs at the production and come out with something absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and it, it turns out both the story, you know, what I've heard about it, uh, excellent. Um, 
Now, let's talk about something that's totally original to Studio Bones and as another sort of like 12-episode seasonal anime uh, that is just stupid and fun. That being Space Dandy. Man, Space Dandy is indeed a wild one. Um, one that I didn't really... <laughs> I first saw Space Dandy on Toonami. Um, yes. Which... If you know anything about Toonami, like, things get weird at a certain point of Toonami. And this was definitely at that get weird spot. So, yeah, it's uh, it has the same type of Fooly Cooly vibe for me, honestly. Totally. It feels like the Fooly Cooly for Studio Bones to just make something fun and kind of pretty just because they want to. Yeah, no, it's like, I think, I remember it being, like, super beautiful, like, especially, like, the aspect of space. Um, This was actually one of the other ones I was talking about. This was the third one. I'm not talking about where the animation, like, snapped and everything was super beautiful, was Space Dandy. Yeah, and Space Dandy, I feel like, is one of those cult animes, like, cult classics, because um, it's just so, like, so out there. Like, I really couldn't, if I had to compared to anything the only thing i really could compare it to would be fully Cooly because it's just so out there it's like dandy who is a romancer um who has these relations with all these crazy space chicks who are abnormally endowed which again here for um like he's just he just really goes on this adventure and he's an alien hunter and he goes to seek out he's kind of like a bounty hunter like in that spikes we go cowboy bebop is type um but he always gets distracted by women which you know not wrong but like not really the best for what he's got going on so this is definitely something weird to watch and really enjoy um i feel like if you want a, a, a space parody like this is what you go watch yeah and it's good the second season is definitely a lot better than the first i wish it would have gotten finished um so hopefully again there's hope for that maybe studio bones will come back and finish this sometime i kind of doubt it since it's been through since 2014 but you never know like things have been coming back left and right um hell fruits baskets and if any studio bruh (laughs) i was gonna say it's been 20 years they got a new adaptation i'm just saying if any studio can bring something back from the grave it's sure as shit studio bones (laughs) yeah i mean they did it with full metal arguments they literally like one for one right now so it's yeah man but it's a heavy one it's a strong one yeah um but it's like the one (laughs) yes it's the like it's escanor if it was in a different anime so i definitely rock with that um and the last one i kind of wanted to talk about unless you had any others you wanted to speak on no nothing offhand um is something in a different vein all itself which is absolutely beautiful and that is carolyn tuesday if you have netflix please go watch it if you don't have netflix we both know you can probably still watch it somewhere but um carolyn tuesday is a story about these martians who look like humans and they this is also i have to preface this by saying it's by the same creator of cowboy bebop and shamrai shamplow um why because this man is a musical genius not really. Where do Jabez at though? Yeah, oh, I wish. 
I wish he would have been here for this one. Um, but he still found a way to collab with some pretty good people for this one. Um, Carol and Tuesday are these two Martians who they all look human, so don't worry. It's nothing weird to look at. Uh, who enter a contest to like be the new voice of Mars or like kind of like American Idol. And it goes through all these different type of music genres and it's like a story and it's so beautiful and compelling. There's like a new episode or a new song every episode. We meet these characters we fall in love with. Like it's so freaking good. Like and we get that good, good English in there where it's like Japanese people speaking English and I love it. I love that's my ish. Um Yeah, man, it just hits differently. Yeah, and I really can't say enough about this, except it's, like, so beautiful to listen to. And if you are a lover of music, if you're a lover of beautiful anime, you need to sit down and watch Carolyn Tuesday and appreciate the job the Studio Bones did bringing this to life. Again, it's on a streaming service like Netflix, so sometimes Netflix and Amazon I see as, like, the killers of anime. Like, I think they're working on to do better like, it's not their fault, but it's just, like, sometimes things come out in different places and all this hoota-ha-da-ha. But definitely, I feel like this is a truly underrated anime, and it's really, really good. Yeah, man, I'm going to have to make the time for it. You will. Like, so will your homegirl. Maybe. Maybe we, not. We can barely make time for each other, bro. True. It's too real. That's what I was like, maybe not. But, uh, but no, that that's super exciting to have another one of the shows that fall in the canon of... Samurai Shampoo and uh, Cowboy Bebop. That's like a totally different vibe. Yeah, it was weird when I first found out who the creator was. I was like, really? Not again that that's bad. I'm just like, wow, you know, that's that's wild. What I rock with. Yeah, like compared to the other two, like what? But no, I'm I'm certainly excited. Uh, I'll have to make sure we add this to the list. Indeed. But anything else you looking forward to Studio Bones doing? Um, like what's on the docket for next uh, next season? So for next season, we got, you know, season five of My Hero, as I was speaking on. Um, we've got the movie, um, My Hero, Three Musketeers, which is going to be wild. Um, we actually have something currently airing from them as well, which is Skate the Affinity, which I totally forgot to talk about. Thank you for reminding me. Um, which is a skateboarding anime by Studio Bones, which is, again, so interesting. that studio. I feel like Studio Bones takes like these really, like... I don't want to say outlandish ideas, but they're like more adventurous with what they'll create, I guess. But that's just anime in general. So, but anyway, um, no, like for real, it's very interesting. It's like skate mixed with WWE aspects. And it's like one giant kind of tournament arc because they are competing all the time. But we also get into like some real shit with like, one of the characters is dealing with grief because their father died and that's why they stopped boarding. And another character like finds happiness in skateboarding when his life is kind of hard at the moment. So it's just really cool to see how like it's really refreshing. It's like I haven't seen a skateboard anime in forever, if at all. So kind of watching that is just like a cool vibe per se. And definitely one that I feel like if people enjoy skateboarding or people enjoy like just having something cool to vibe and watch skate the affinity is really good for that. Yeah, man. I mean that that's just so hype. It looks gorgeous from the from the poster. Oh yeah. No. Um, and for it to be kind of character driven as well. Um that that's the formula right there, man. 
Yeah, it was trending make, make, yesterday on Twitter when the new episode aired. So we out here, boys. Hmm. Um, there's one last thing, which isn't an anime, but it's actually a music video that Studio Bones did last year for none other than Pokemon. And it's like the gotcha video. It's so wild. Like, if you go over to our Twitter, I will totally make sure that that is shared um, on YTSP as I not have access to that t- Twitter, but promise it'll be up there. Um, scroll if you can't find it. Because it will be there eventually. Um, but yeah, it's the super dope music video by Bump of Chicken, which is a Japanese group that does a lot of like promo stuff. I'm sure they're a band who does other things, but I know them for a lot of animation promo. And it's a really solid video. I'm like, can you just, can Studio Bones just make a Pokemon series, please? Because it's really fun to look at. And it goes through like all the regions and seeds of the Pokemon. You see Professor Oak, you see. Um, Claire, a lot of gym leaders. You see Misty. You see like actual Japanese people. So it's a fun time. Real live Japanese people. Yes, they exist, and hopefully this isn't offensive to them. But the music probably not. Damn good too. So which is the big part, you know? Yeah, but they like like you can make a you can make any song kind of sell if you have a gorgeous video with it. But like the moment the pairing comes together. Uh, you're doing God's work. Okay. Hello? Yo, sorry. I dropped off the face of the world because uh, backwoods internet. Hmm. You're good. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, so that's been Studio Bones. They're going to continue to do great work uh, forever, probably. Yeah. And uh, just like us, fingers crossed. Are we're we? at your typical Toshona protagonist. Yeah, we've got stuff for you guys. Um, and you can catch that stuff over at our Twitter um, at URTSP, um, your typical Toshona protagonist. And you can also find us on Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, iTunes, anywhere podcasts are heard. Um, Going to try and get more stuff out on YouTube. So try and catch us over there as well. And, you know, we'll have yep. a different podcasts some other stuff coming towards you as well and you can catch the other project too uh content breaker on all of the other stuff itunes everything else yeah content breaker whatever i can figure out a new spiel for that but yeah we'll catch y'all next week here on your typical shona protagonist <laughs>